Welcome to the Gonzo.moe News Broom. We uh, sweep up the news for anime, manga, and sometimes video games. I don't think we have any video game news this week. Uh, I am JP. I'm joined by Kyle and Vinny. What is up, Vinny? Uh, yesterday I went to a concert at the Minnesota Orchestra for uh, Lunar New Year, and that was pretty cool. Nice. Yesterday I went to a dog show and I pet so many dogs. I got to pet a dachshund for the first time. I got to pet a Scotty for the first time and many other dogs. I did not pet a Dalmatian. I'm sorry. Uh, how you pet, are you? Did you pet a Shiba or a Kiba Inu? You know, I tried to find a Shiba Inu and I couldn't find one, but we found a dog that is probably in a similar family because they looked very Shiba Inu-ish, but they were not one. Unless there's another name that I don't know. Uh, Kyle, what's up? I was here. I uh, I didn't talk about it a lot on the No Name Show, but I watched many anime. And so I'm trying to watch episode twos now. I'm keeping going on all the ones that I didn't drop. Nice. I need to watch some anime. Now that like my my life is finally settling down. I think I can watch some stuff. I have some cables and guitar stuff I need to fix today. And it's taken me so long to check out the new season that a lot of it's coming out dubbed now. So I'm going to watch some dubbed stuff while I solder. Nice. I realized I had not watched any anime since our previous recording. So I just had to pop in uh, the 1980 Astro Boy this morning. Our previous recording was two days ago. That was three days ago, sir. Okay, fair enough. Yes, I good day, any sir. anime in three days. I need to watch uh, Bofuri. I really liked season one. That is the, like, I maxed out my defense MMO show. And the dub for that, I think, is finally out. I think that's one of the news pieces that we're talking about. Uh, but if you want more of this podcast, you can go to gonzo.moe. We're on all the podcatchers, the ones you love, the ones you hate, probably ones that you don't have opinions on. I get weird emails sometimes about being on podcast services I've never heard of. Uh, you can also go to our website, which I think I already said, all of our episodes are there, but on the podcatchers, I believe you get the latest 50 episodes. And then, uh, on our off weeks, we do the no name show. Sometimes that's late. Like now I still have not posted it. Uh, but the last episode that we did, assuming this comes out first, what did we talk about? The anime awards, big O2, Trigun, and... I read a manga called Shy and Fire Punch. I think that's everything we talked about. I thought it was a good episode. Yeah, it was a good time. And we experimented with a new recording software, the same one that we're using now. So in theory, the episode should sound a lot better for the five people that listen to the podcast. I hi, Dad. Yeah, hi, Dad. Well, not my dad. Uh, I think that's everything. So let's get into the news. Where are the demons? Bring on the pain! <laughs> So I know that we say this every week because it's just like an ongoing bit, but what a light news week. It was so light that even you two were like, wow, not a lot happened this time. Yeah, unless if you like dub announcements. Uh, if you do, then there's a lot of news for you. But if for everybody Which, else, there is no news. I mean, dubs are, are, are important and good uh, that they exist. Uh, I don't often engage with them. Yeah, I think what it is is because we're like three or four episodes into the season, They've had time to produce the dubs, and mm -hmm. so these are all dubs for the current, what are we, in the winter season? Yes. And we also have a lot of hiatuses and delays and uh, a bunch of, like, manga 
announcements. So we'll get right into that. The first thing that I have on here, Viz has a licensed uh, Record of Ragnarok Season 1 for Blu-ray. That was a Netflix anime, and that is coming out April 4th. I did not watch that one, but I think that's the one where people were sharing the image of the woman that was like using a guy as a bra. Uh, not a guy, two guys, two guys, Sorry. one for each, one for each breast. Very nice. Was that also one of those shows that like, wasn't super animated. So I know way of the house husband was like a slideshow. I'm not sure. I mean, I yeah, this is animated, but you know, there's not, I'm not judging by the trailer. It doesn't look like tons of motion, but it's not as bad as house husband. I mean, it, it also feels like a good, like anime night thing to watch with a group of people, not necessarily like the same fun to watch alone. Yeah. I think people liked it. Uh, I, I remember seeing a lot of, uh, people share it on uh, Twitter. I know Deb Alki gave it the manga, a good review on uh, her podcast. That is, is that manga explaining? That is manga explaining. Nice. She's one of the manga explainers. Uh, the next piece of news, our friends over at Azuki have added, I fell for a Fujoshi. Uh, let me see. Is this one that they licensed or did they just add this? I can't tell. Uh, it says it's, oh yeah, it looks like they're uh, licensing this from, uh, or like sub-licensing this from a company called Kirakira Media. Uh, so that is cool. Where does it say? Uh, f- uh, first two chapters will debut uh, February 7th. And it looks like a preview is already available. So that's cool. Uh, Comicy has a couple announcements. This is a service that I've not used. I don't know how popular it is, but they have, it uh, looks like some stuff from Koamix. And we have KG's Kabuki Adventure, Mother Parasite, uh, Shigahime, and then a manga called Tokyo Duel. Uh, but then they also announced something called The Cursed Prince's Servant. Uh, so people on Kamiki, that is uh, five new titles for you. Uh, Viz also announced some manga uh, that will also be on Manga Plus. It looks like, a, a, oh, what is this, Jiangashi uh, X Manga? <laughs> or probably Jiangashi X. Uh, that is... Do you know if this is uh, manga or if this is uh, Chinese manga? You know, I'm not sure. It says it's based on uh, like a Chinese story, but... I just know we've been getting a lot more manhwa and, you know, like non-Japanese kind of, you know, manga styles a lot lately. And this looks like it could be from China. The best I can say is that the author's name looks Japanese. Yeah. uh, Yeah. The the author appears to be a Japanese person. It says if you click on their profile, it says that their Twitter is in Japanese. But also, uh, they're specifically referring to it as manga in the news story. Got it. I just thought it would be interesting because I know we... You know, we haven't. I, I'm I'm always interested in seeing other countries work too. Yeah, I, 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 I know feel that like it's been doesn't go too much into not Japanese stuff though. Yeah, I think this is also a Shonen Jump title. Oh yeah, then probably not. <laughs> uh, Kodansha has licensed My Home Hero. That is a manga that we've talked about a few times. I think Noel may have read this when it was uh, scan only. Uh, this is a lot of people have called it like the Japanese Taken. Yeah, right. but he said that it's not quite that. It's about like a salary man whose daughter 
Oh, she either gets kidnapped or beaten, and then he goes on a journey to protect his family. There is an anime coming out in April. I was going to watch that, and uh, I guess, you know, the manga it says it's coming out on the 28th of February, so maybe I'll check that out before it happens. Do either of you remember, was it Kodansha or Katakawa that pulled all their manga? from Kodansha. Okay, so I don't know where we're going to read this. <laughs> but uh i'm convinced I, they've got to be doing their own thing. yeah well and they've got a month before this comes out so uh yen press licensed you can have my back uh, which is a bl light novel uh, j novel club has 10 light novels and four manga uh, we have young lady albert is courting disaster uh, cave king's road to paradise climbing to the top with my almighty mining skills uh, reincarnated mage with inferior eyes breezing through the future as an opposed oppressed ex-hero uh, ascendance of a bookworm this is a side story collection uh, royal rebound forget my ex-fiance i'm being pampered by the prince i only have six months to live so i'm gonna break the curse and uh, break the curse with light magic or die trying uh, the 100th time the charm she was executed 99 times so how did she unlock super love me mode that's an interesting title. Survival Strategies of a Corrupt Aristocrat. Uh, the Apothecary Witch <laughs> Turned Divorce Agent. Uh, a Pale Moon Reverie. Uh, and then we have uh, some manga. Now I'm a Demon Lord, Happily Ever After with Monster Girls in my dungeon. Uh, what is this? Endo and Kobayashi Live. The latest on Sundari Villainous uh, Lysalot. A Cave King's Road to Paradise. Oh, this must be the manga version. Because we already said that one. Uh, I parry everything. What do you mean I'm the strongest? I'm not even an adventurer yet. And uh, it looks like that's everything. Wow. A lot of uh, a lot of long titles. I, you know, I'm really surprised that with how often light novels are licensed that the other novels from the Welcome to NHK guy have still not come out in English. He's got at least two others, and uh, that seems to be a very popular series. So I wonder if there's like a licensing problem or if they just can't afford it. Uh, and then, oh, yeah, that looks like all of our license announcements. Uh, we have a couple streaming announcements. The Hoopla service that we've been talking about, I think. Vinny, did you say that's a library service? I don't know where you got that from. Um... Fair enough. Canopy, I know, is a library service. Maybe it, that might be where I'm confusing them. Well, I don't know what Hoopla is. Isn't and, it's a streaming platform? Yeah, I could have looked it up. I guess I can do that now. Hoopla. I'm already app. there. I'm taking a look. It says your public library at your fingertips. Oh, so it is a okay. library system. Uh, so they added World Trigger Season 3. Uh, Netflix has added some stuff. Uh, it looks like Pokemon Ultimate Journeys. It just says anime episodes. I wonder how many episodes that is. I imagine several of them. I know that Anime News Network just put out like a Pokemon review and it was like a 50 episode chunk that they did. Uh, it says also Pokemon. Oh, it's saying that's the 25th season. Okay. Uh, but it also put out the Power Rangers 30th anniversary special. And uh, that one's coming out on April 19th. And the Pokemon, is that already on there? Maybe they're both 
coming out on April 19th. Yeah. Uh, okay, moving on. Uh, High Dive. Wow, there really are, isn't a lot of streaming stuff. High Dive added uh, Kar- Karakuri Circus. I have heard that that's a really weird but very good show. Have either of you seen any of that? I have not. I've heard it's a very condensed version of the manga, even though it is like 40 episodes long. It's condensing even more manga than that. Jesus. It's 43 volumes. It's like a volume an episode. This is really late, though. What? This is five years later? Yeah, this is definitely it's an older series because I remember when they licensed the uh, home home release that a lot of people are like, oh, it's about time this came out. Let me see. Oh, this is from the creator of Ushio and Torah and uh, Puppet Princess as well as oh, Baka, Gyar, Baka Gyman. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, and Moonlight Act. I don't know that one, but I know Ushio and Torah. That got a remake pretty recently. So that makes sense uh, because uh, High Dive has the new Ushio and Torah. Uh, and then this is like the biggest chunk of the week. We have a ton of dub announcements. Uh, and I believe they're almost all Crunchyroll, if not all Crunchyroll. Uh, so we have Bungo Stray Dog Season 4. Uh, that had the dub come out on uh, Wednesday, probably Wednesday of last week. Uh, Revengers, that dub uh, was Thursday. We have Trails of Cold Steel, Northern War, uh, Friday. Uh, it says, Ice Blade Sorcerer Shall Rule the World. Uh, I don't see a date listed in the thing, but uh, I assume that that may already be out. Uh, Buddy Daddy's Sugar Apple Fairy Tales. Also coming out, Handyman Saito in Another World. Uh, that says January 22nd, so that is so that would have already happened. Trigun Stampede uh, was also announced to have a dub. I think that came out either yesterday or last Saturday, because uh, it sounds like the episodes come out on Saturdays. Uh, and that should have Johnny Young Bosch. I don't know if the other actors are returning. I know that this is a different uh, take. So not everybody is uh, in this series. Not all the characters are the same, uh, but I know they at least got Johnny to come back to voice Vash. Uh, what else do we have? Reincarnation of the Strongest Exorcist. Saving 80,000 gold in another world. I can't tell if that's two different shows or if that's one show with a long title, but that's got a dub. Uh, the Ice Guy and His Cool Female Colleague. Uh, that will be getting a dub. Uh, By the Grace of God Season 2. Uh, Ningen Fusion or Fusion. Uh, Bofuri Season 2. Those are all uh, dubbed. And then Don't Toy With Me, Nagataro, Second Attack. So a lot of a lot of dubs, Jesus. And it's a good time if you like English anime, then you are eating well. Well, and I would assume because Crunchyroll's doing a lot of international dubs as well. Uh I didn't go through and read every single one of these, but I would not be surprised uh if they were getting multiple language dubs, but you would have to check on your own for that. But I also think that most of our uh listeners are uh, english as first language i don't know if we have too many international listeners uh the only new anime that i tagged there was a lot of new ones but none of them really caught my eye uh there's one called rokuto no onatachi 
And the only reason I clicked on this one is because if you look at the promotional artwork, it looks like an advertisement that you would see a new type in like 2004. Oh, I think it's a little earlier than that. It looks like an American redraw. Yeah, but oh, yeah. this looks like someone found the so you uh, want to draw manga book in their library. It's a but rising a little star of manga. That. I don't know if this is any good. Uh, I've not heard of this series, but I just I thought that the artwork was very funny. It says that the it says Kaya Saito, and then it mentions Baki is directing this. So, can you really hate on this, JP? Oh man, that rules. I wonder if that's the Baki director, though. Yes, that, uh, that was a director. storyboard. Oh, he did six episodes. Okay. Uh, as well as, oh yeah, six episodes for one season, six episodes for another season, four <laughs> episodes. Okay, so it's like one of the regular episode directors for Baki. I'm I'm on board. I'll watch it. Maybe I don't know if the story's any good. It looks like it's just like a delinquent series. Uh, somebody gets a mark on their head that makes somebody fall in love with them. I don't know, but the artwork caught my eye. What else do we have? Uh, so I don't know a ton about this because I just, I don't keep my ear to the ground. Read Jojo's, uh, but it said that, uh, Jojo's part nine, there was a teaser. Was this previously announced? Do either of you know anything about this? This has been announced for a little bit now. So, like, what the name is going to be, at least. Okay. Because part eight ended a few months ago. It's been a maybe almost a year gap between part eight ending and this starting. All right. Um. Oh, it looks like it looks like it's launching February seventeenth. So this is just a teaser leading up to the announcement or to the release. Okay. Well, that's pretty cool. Uh, I've been meaning to read JoJo's for a long time, but it's just so intimidating because there's so much of it. And like, I see it at the bookstore and they're like really cool, like hardcover, uh, volumes, but they're so good. It like almost takes up an entire aisle at Kinokuniya. Uh, and I just, I don't know if I like JoJo's enough to spend, God, that's probably 500 to a thousand dollars to read all of the series. Cause I imagine those hardcovers are probably $25 each. Right. And I mean, we've had this up before, right? It's easier to do a long series digitally. Just yeah. Logistically. Yeah. But you can at least, yeah, you can at least read that on a Shonen Jump. Oh, well, that's good. Uh, do you know offhand if that's part of the monthly subscription or do you have to buy those separately? I believe you can. That's part of the subscription. Let me check. So that would be, that would be a great way to do it. I, so I've read parts one and two, so I would just have to read three on. Uh, I know that the stands don't happen until I think part three. Yes, yeah, stands appear in part three. You're, you're in the part with the Hamon. Yeah, I remember them like fighting. What is it like Aztec statues or something? <laughs> it's like cars and uh, I don't even remember their names. Cars, Wamu. Oh yeah, cars and lamb. Fancy the third one is. Yeah, I I liked my time with JoJo's. I remember the reason I stopped is because I didn't want to just like read it all at once, and this was uh, ten years ago at this point, so I never picked it back up. Uh, so we have some release dates. I was really picky with my release dates because I didn't want to just. I don't know. There not a lot caught my eye this time, uh, but this one is very funny. Attack on Titan: The Final Season again, uh, is going to be broken down into even more parts. 
It says the conclusion uh, will be in two parts starting on March 3rd. So I don't know which final season this is. What is it like the third or fourth final season? This is the third season of the final season. Uh, This is the first part of the third part of the final season. The there's a comment in the anime news network forum that is very funny. And it just says AOT underscore final, final underscore, final underscore, official underscore, final two underscore, complete underscore, final underscore, fin dot PSD. It's, I mean, you know, the people who made the jokes about Harry Potter and the Hobbit, uh, they weren't ready for how far this could go. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting that they decided to name it this way. Uh, like, I don't know if there's some weird tax reason or because they've been doing the final season for a couple of years, right? And I mean, like, they want the gravy train to keep going. It's, uh, you know, it, I'm more I'm more surprised when there's something that is long and is successful. And then a company's just like, we just want to wrap it up. It's like, don't you yeah. want, like, you know, like if, if I were HBO, I wouldn't want them to finish Game of Thrones with a shitty season that was rushed. I'd want them to keep. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, take time. You know, people will keep watching it as long as we don't fuck it up. But uh, oh, well, you don't know how that worked out. I got news for you. That shitty season wasn't rushed. They had longer to make that and they did less episodes. That's what I'm saying, though. But like, if you were the HBO executive, wouldn't you say take longer and like yeah. do less rather than like, it's a bizarre. Uh, so I get it. Yeah. Well, I think it's just somebody also mentioned in here, like, if they didn't name it this way, people wouldn't be laughing at them so much. Yeah. If they would have just said, like, this is season eight. They just call it, like, you know, seasons four, five, and six, not yeah. the final part. It's very silly. It's almost like a new series is when it shifted over to MAPPA. Oh. Oh, I didn't realize it changed uh, companies or production yeah, so companies. The first three seasons are for the wit, and then this se- the final season is with MAPPA. Okay. Uh, the only other one that I put on here is Agretzico season five that is coming out February 16th. And that I believe is the last season of Agretzico. Uh, we have a couple film release dates. Uh, this first one, I don't recognize it's called a demo memorial. And that is getting a U.S. release on February 2nd. I think it's based off of a rhythm game. Oh, Demo Memorial Keys. Sorry, I, I saw Key and just assumed it was the studio key. But I'm, I'm pretty sure it's based off of a rhythm game. Okay. Uh, I think there's one for your phone, but I think it also is, uh, like, I know there's a PS Vita version. I don't know about any other systems. Oh, man, the Vita ruled. I'm still sad about the Vita. Yeah. I played it as recently as 2020. I played uh, Undertale on the Vita, and I think I also played Final <coughs> Fantasy IX again on the Vita. Uh, but yeah, this isn't. This is the first time I've seen this come up in the news, at least that I'm remembering. It says I, there's also a dubbed version. Uh, I want to say we talked about this at some point earlier because I recognize the poster. It's entirely. I mean, we talk about so much news, uh, but yeah, it looks like it's Eleven Arts. So uh, the other one is uh, Kaguya-sama: Love Is War that is getting a U.S. screening on Valentine's Day, which. If I had seen any of the show, I might go to this. You could probably catch up on the show between now and February 14th, my friend. There's a I, lot of Kaguya, really? Is there? That's, that's a good there's season. two weeks. There's three seasons. I, I've, I've, oh, it's the okay. end of January, my dude. I didn't know there were three seasons, okay? Yeah, this is apparently like it takes place after season three. 
Uh, I watched the first like episode or two. I was like, oh, that's not, that's entertaining. Yeah, I mean, it's a Shonen Jump series, I think. So I could probably watch a few episodes and get the main idea. But whatever. For those interested, uh, Valentine's Date, watching Kaguya-sama, Love is War. Uh, I saw a really funny post online that was like, you know, you're you're alone on Valentine's Day. Uh, you think that you're going to be safe. You can go to the anime movie and just like be a nerd. And, you know, that's your safe nerd space. And then you turn around and you see all these lovey-dovey couples. Anime is now normal. And, uh, yeah, that was a... Anyway. Uh, this next thing is a special event in New York. I cannot tell if this is already quote-unquote sold out. Uh, but Rika Matsumoto, the Japanese voice actor for uh, Ash slash Satoshi, is going to be in New York as part of a bigger Japanese culture event at Carnegie Hall. The event is free, but tickets became available uh, December 15th, and this didn't get reported on until the end of January. So I I don't know if there's still tickets available for any New York listeners, but also you have to go to Carnegie Hall to get the tickets. Which, well, that's decent odds then that it's still available, right? Yeah. Well, like, there's it's only, not like they were made available online, in which case they would be gone. Yeah. There's only 200, uh, 250-ish seats in this auditorium. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It seems like a cool event. It's not, <clears throat> excuse me, it's not specifically an anime event. It's more Japanese culture. So there's going to be like a kimono show. There's going to be like a sword uh, demonstration, uh, as well as some music uh pokemon songs uh which is it's very cool but uh i don't know if i want to go all the way to the city just to find out they don't have tickets i guess i could call uh we have some series ending well we have one that i listed uh glefnir or glepnir this is for some reason this sticks out in my head because i watched the first episode of the anime and didn't really like it that much but it left enough of, of an impression uh, the manga's ending in its 14th volume. The manga's cover is horrifying. Yeah, uh, it it's just a, made sure I will never read this. It's a really, uh, yeah, it was like some guy like dressed up or turned into a so giant He can dog. transform into a giant mascot, essentially, with a zipper in its back. And then apparently a girl steps inside of him and wears him like a suit. That did not happen in episode one. But he did definitely turn into a dog. And apparently it's like, she's getting back for revenge. Like, she wants to kill people. So this isn't like a like a comedy about her stepping inside of a mascot who's a guy. Yeah, it's a weird show. <clears throat> Man, anime, anime needs to stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of the biggest thing other than dubs is there is a shitload of delays. Uh, Frerin, the manga uh, Beyond Journey's End that recently got announced to have an anime and the seventh volume also just came out that is going on hiatus uh, I don't know if there was a ton of details about why it's going on hiatus uh, and there's no details about when it's coming back uh, which is a bummer I don't know how far along they are uh, in the Japanese oh it says the ninth volume just came out so uh hopefully the uh the creator is doing okay it's it's definitely an intensive manga to make i assume because it's very very detailed there's a lot of like high detail montage sequences so it's you know maybe that they just need a break 
uh, Can Calais season two. It says episode seven is being delayed until February 12th. Uh, Near Automata uh, version 1.1a. Episodes four and beyond are also being delayed. Uh, It seems there's like a COVID uh, outbreak at, I want to say most of these are Anaplex. There is some speculation. I don't know if you saw the answer man from this week, but they were asked to cover this in particular. There's like three titles from the same. uh, I think they're all from Anaplex. Mm -hmm. And they, there's some speculation that this might just be kind of like all the, because COVID is really bad right now in China, especially, which is where a lot of animation is outsourced to. Yes. And they've been, Japan's been really relying on them heavily. And it seems like the studio that does near did another show. Um, mm-hmm. 86 from last season oh mm-hmm. yeah and there was a lot of delays with that one yeah so it, there's some speculation that perhaps that show being delayed has now bled into near and like near is the one that's suffering because of that so yeah a lot of speculation uh we also have unite up that has the fourth episode being delayed until february 11th uh, ayakashi triangle uh, episodes five and beyond are being delayed the witch. That, ser- that series cannot get a break. Jeez. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Whether it's the manga getting dropped or reshuffled yeah. around or the man- anime just not being able to make the schedule, just a bad time if you're an Ayakashi Triangle fan. Yeah. Uh, the Witch and the Beast, that's a manga that's going on a two month hiatus. Uh, Kubo Won't Let Me Be Invisible, that is being delayed after episode six. Uh, what else do we have? Darwin Incident is going on hiatus. And then finally, uh, this one's a good one. Uh, Adachi and Shimamura is coming back from its hiatus. And I think that has been on hiatus since, I want to say, August. Uh, yeah, August 2022. So that is uh, good news for fans of that series. It doesn't seem like a good time for COVID in Japan, though. Uh, no. Damn. Uh, so some of this stuff we already talked about on the No Name show, uh, but... Uh, Crunchyroll announced the nominees for the Anime Awards. I think voting is already closed. Yeah, uh, they actually were ending right after we finished recording our last episode. Oh, that nice. was quick. Uh, okay. I'm not going to go through all of these because it's a lot, but some of the standout categories. Anime of the Year has Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2, uh, Cyberpunk Edgerunners, Demon Slayer, the <coughs> Entertainment District Arc, Licorice Recoil, Ranking of Kings uh, Part 2, and then Spy Family. Uh, what else is interesting? Uh, best Director. We have Demon Slayer, Edge Runners, Spy Family. Like, uh, so it's all the same stuff. The directors of the uh, anime of the year. And uh, what else? Best Film I thought was funny because Bubble is nominated. And I didn't think that was a very good movie. I'd say I put Best Original Anime as another one. Uh, the Deer King's up there too to tell you how deep they were, or other like bottom of the barrel they're having to scrape. Yeah, so it's Inuo and then other things. Yeah, Dragon Ball <laughs> yeah. Super Super was good. I don't know if I'd call it the best film of the year, but no, if, if, also if it's like other than Inuo, uh, everything is wrong. I'm trying to think what all came out in 2022 that would have even qualified. Uh, uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, uh, yeah, Kukuro's Dones Island, Sing a Bit of Harmony. But that might have come out in 2021 in Japan and just came out later. The Drifting Here. Classroom came out too, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Because that's listed for the uh, future article that we're going to talk about in a second. 
Uh, yeah. And then you said best, uh, was it best new series or best original series? Best original series. I would try. I'd keep as like a special category. Oh, birdie wing, healer girl, licorice recoil, orbital children, vampire in the garden and you're deco. I tried to watch vampire in a garden. I didn't super get into it. I might give it another chance though. Yeah. This is a, this is not a good look, but this is, I guess this is like, wait, so let me ask, did Crunchyroll put like up the nominated and people just had to vote or was this like, is this all from user submit? I think it's juried for the submissions. Well, damn, that jury sucks. Yeah. So the way that they do it is they find uh, a bunch of judges to decide on these and then fans vote based on what they pick. And the judges have changed. Like, I think the first year it was like not a ton of people. It was like a lot of anime news network people and a lot of like Daryl Surratt and like Clarissa and all those. But as it's. Yeah, Bunny uh, Cartoon's been in there in the past. As it's uh, gotten bigger, uh, they've started to get more bloggers and like journalists from other countries and they've expanded the pool quite a bit. I, I want to say there's probably 40 or 50 judges this time around, but I'm not sure. Uh, I know one criticism that I saw is that very little, if none at all, uh, like woman targeted anime was nominated. Uh, and the case that I heard was that there was a lot of really good, like shoujo and Jose stuff and almost none of it made the nominations. And I, I don't know. I didn't look at the judge, uh, uh, base but i guess the implication is that it's mostly mostly guys but i don't know because i didn't look at who was in it uh, also but, it doesn't yeah. include fall 2022 that will be in next year's awards oh yeah you mentioned that on the no name show uh, because there was a, a big caveat yeah a distinct lack of chainsaw man and witch of mercury yeah uh all right so uh this next one i didn't watch the full video because it's kind of long and boring but if i was there in the moment it might have been fun uh this youtuber set up a thing where their pet fish was playing pokemon for them like you'd set up a camera and every time they like swim over a certain quadrant it would uh, be a button press and i guess somehow this fish like exited out of the game and bought something on the Nintendo store and revealed their credit card information. Uh, very, very Didn't funny. Did this also like find a bug in Pokemon? It found several bugs across a few Pokemon games. That's really funny. Uh, I, I don't know though, because they say that they revealed their credit card information. They wouldn't have been able to reveal more than their last four digits. Cause like, it's always like encrypted up to that point. So like, yeah, I guess you did technically, but what are you going to do with four of 16 digits? You'd be surprised if you can t- if you, what you can do on a sound phone call. Yeah, I'm sure they still had to like at least freeze their card, if not get a new number entirely. But, you know, hopefully yeah, nothing untoward happened. Uh, but yeah, there's very silly. There, there's a video of it available. Uh, but let me look. It's It's almost seven minutes long of just a fish swimming. The story of the fish is just funny in general. They say that apparently the fish have beaten, have gotten to the Hall of Fame of six Pokemon games up till now. Oh so my god. Can your fish beat Pokemon? Turns out the answer is yes. Yeah, yeah it's give really... it infinite time and infinite monkeys, uh, they can beat Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, this next one we talked about on the No Name show as well. Uh, Amazon laid off like either all or most of the Comixology staff. 
and that is not cool. Uh, a lot of manga and graphic novels and, you know, I don't know what happens to people's collection after that. I didn't, you know, look super in depth into this cause I don't use the app myself, but that's You sucks. can probably keep everything that you've purchased in there unless there's some other bullshit, like the yeah. thing gets totally deleted, but I would just a, say uh, a lot of that got merged into Amazon, your Amazon account a few years ago to begin with. I've already seen a lot of tutorials go up though, for how to transfer your comiXology over to a, uh, you know, a less walled garden, you know, like to get it off. Basically there are ways you can do it. And oh, if, if you were all have a big comiXology collection, I would recommend not trusting Amazon on this one. <laughs> I would hope that most of it just automatically shows up in your Kindle, but who could know? Well, somebody knows. Oh, there was a thing that I don't think we talked about, but you wanted to talk about uh, Vinny, but you had off last time. There was a big D&D thing. There was a big D&D thing. I think it has, at this point, been rolled back. Oh, that's good. It's been a wild three weeks if you're in the world of tabletop gaming. Yeah, it was something like they changed their licensing, and I didn't really understand the implications, but it looked like you couldn't like things like critical role couldn't exist based on this change. Was that, am I that understanding it right? Part of it or that or essentially like D and D would take 25% of all profits over like three quarters of a million. Jesus. So the huge, um, you know, stake scrape off the top, which is, which had never been part of any of this material before. So the, the Nintendo approach to let's play. Yeah. The thing is, it's a big reach. Uh, like, I got there's the too long didn't read version, which is that like it's arguable that D and D, like the mechanics that govern it, like aren't friend or aren't like copyrightable in the oh. same way that like other things are because it uses things like dice, and it turns out you can't copyright a dice. Yes, that kind you, of thing. You can't. So, you can't legally protect uh, game mechanics. Essentially. Yeah. So like, it's kind of so they've had this long-term agreement, which is basically just like, this is all kind of free and everyone can do whatever they want. And it was very established. They've tried to pull it back a few times. I, my sister was talking about it and she said that they've tried this before. Yeah. They tried with fourth edition. So third, the, the OGL was released with, so the open gaming license was released with third edition. And then it was sort of re-energized with fifth edition, uh, which, Sort of br- briefly, third and fifth edition have done really well for D and D and have sold really well, but they also had a huge amount of third party material get released for them, which has helped those systems do better and have a stronger community. Right, because ultimately, like D and D, I mean, it, like the like in terms of our like Wizards the Coast makes money, right? I mean, they sell the books, but those books, like, you're not going to be buying multiple books. Like, you buy the one set, and you're good for a generation, if not more. Uh, that is entirely wrong. You buy tons of books as I sit in a room filled with them. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. Well, yeah, you have your yeah, so you only need one book, but I guarantee you, everyone has at least right one, but like and then but like that's two the thing, or three right? more like, but in terms of like what wizards does like you only need to buy the one so for them to fuck up and like screw over all the people who do make all that extra content which keeps you coming back and keeps you invested like it's just so stupid and so uh luckily all the there in the recent years a bunch of other rpg systems have come up and even though it looks like they've stepped back most of the 
awful changes that they were proposing. Uh, places like what's the second? It's like it starts with a P. Pathfinder and uh, uh, Pathfinder, Pathfinder yes. and pa- from Paizo. Yeah, so Paizo they are trying to organize a like a new open system that will be um, put into a commons license, just like what D and D is now proposing. So this has at least uh, galvanized the audience, and they're really going to make a, a move towards yeah, making sure they, that this shit doesn't happen again. Wizards has burned a lot of goodwill in the past, like, three years, I would say. They've made a lot of, like, dumb, unforced errors with some of their books that have unintentionally racist overtones with some, like, races and things like that. Actually, we're not called species. Like, they made a lot of steps forward and a lot of steps back. Um, but also they have a new, the new head of either Wizards or Hasbro is like a former uh, Xbox Microsoft executive. So like, they announced in December that they're trying to monetize D&D better. To which everyone went, wait, don't we give you money everywhere already? <laughs> and, then, and we found out, no, no, that's not what they meant. But they also are, look like they're moving with a new addition to move to more of a subscription-based system, if possible, so that you'd pay like access a library as opposed to buy just buying books. Yeah, Word you know mess. they they fucked around and they found out. Uh, so this next story is, I think it's very funny, but I don't fully understand it. Uh, some Bandai. Bandai Namco worker was sued for allegedly embezzling 600 million yen in mobile devices. And the way that I understand this is it looks like they were somehow like selling company phones to people, but for so much goddamn money that I don't even like understand how that's possible. So I must not be understanding this right. Do they just keep like lose like quote unquote reporting phones lost? I don't know. Cause like Bandai doesn't make smartphones, right? Am I? They don't, but they probably give smartphones to their employees. It says that this employee embezzled 4,400 company smartphones and then sold them for 4.65 US million. That's like you, like you stole a truck full of smartphones or something. Oh my God. Like that's some sort of like Fast and the Furious one kind of like scheme. It's so nutty. Uh, but also like, what I love that, you know, if you do like corporate theft, they make up a word for it because embezzling just means stealing. Yeah, this is just stealing here. This isn't even like, you know, like, like embezzling I, usually implies like, like weird financial crimes that don't make sense. Yeah. Like if I, if I stole a phone from a Walmart, it'd be called theft. But if I worked at Walmart in the corporate office and took a phone, They'd call it embezzling. And it yes. seems like it's just language to protect rich people. Did you see the funny part? The actual interesting part about this article, though? Oh, it gets crazier? What do you got? The ending, which is that this was such a big deal that a number of Bandai Namco uh, executives are taking a pay cut between 10 to 30% of their monthly salaries to take responsibility for this. Jeez. How do you not notice almost like almost 4,500 phones just disappearing? That's so funny. That's, uh, I mean, it looks like it was over like seven years. That, okay, that's still how you know how many phones a month. In- that's a lot. Yeah, I'm gonna start when I when I take a bunch of sodas from work. I'm gonna start calling it embezzling. I did two days on a TV show, 
So we get, uh, it's called craft service. It's snacks for the crew. And it's mostly to just keep us on set. <laughs> Otherwise, people 53 would... phones a month. That's awesome. But I took almost 20 sodas home, not counting what I drank at work. So I'm going to just say that I embezzled a 24 pack from that company because that sounds cooler. I told my boss it was my bonus. Anyway, uh, Netflix. Netflix has a lot of subscribers. Who cares? But what's really interesting about this is the founder of Netflix has stepped down. Uh, I think he's been wanting to retire for a while, but I just thought that was interesting. It uh, looks like he had already stepped down-ish uh, from CEO to co-CEO, uh, but now he seems to be retiring altogether. Which, I guess, cool? I don't know. Uh, Ice Guy and his cool female colleagues, I seem he to have, have accidentally copy-pasted this twice. Uh, no anime nominated in the 95th Oscar is one of my favorite stories of the year each year uh but we talked about this on the no name show that it wasn't even just that it was that like all the things that were nominated <coughs> were shit. let's just say it like there weren't any international animation is yeah this is a saying. very this is like the exact thing that people in the animation community complain about like this is worse than the annie awards <laughs> uh there was an interview on forbes with uh shinichiro watanabe that I have not had an opportunity to read, but I guess he you should. It's great. spilled some tea uh, and said that uh, he did not like the work on the live action Cowboy Bebop. I think he also talked about wanting to like knock out one of the producers of Animatrix. Right. And the cool thing is people, he actually named the guy, which is, of course, as you all know, unusual. Usually it would be like, oh, I hated this guy. And it would be some unnamed person. People would have to do sleuthing. But he just said the name out loud. It's a guy named Spencer Lamb. And if you go to his IMDB page, it lists him as the producer on the on the Animatrix. And then he's just a web developer for a bunch of other Wachowski sister stuff. Nice. <laughs> it seems like... Uh, this was uh, let's put it this way it seems like it got back to the wachowskis uh to some degree yeah he went down a lot woof and then he disappears i think his last thing was like v for vendetta web developer but uh yeah i guess a pretty interesting interview i the only thing that i don't like that it's being used to like weaponize the cowboy bebop netflix hate movement he doesn't say it's bad. He, I just want to clarify. He, what he said is that he just said it's not Cowboy Bebop, by which I think he means like it's not my Cowboy Bebop, right? Well, yeah. He goes like they made their own thing and they like sent me the video to approve it and I watched it. And then he kind of realized after the first scene, like, I don't need to watch this because like this isn't mine anymore. So he was just yeah. I think that's a way of him just going. I'm distanced from this. And he doesn't say it's like terrible or anything no what i'm saying is people are using this quote to like bring that back up right and it's like this was a year ago it already got canceled like we can stop talking about this yeah uh what else uh the last two things i have are some kickstarter uh, pieces i think this first one is a follow-up to the studio 4c thing we talked about last time it is. It covers all of the the five different Kickstarters, and uh, unfor- spoiler for everybody, none of them are doing well. That's too bad. That's, yeah. yeah. Uh, the one that I was most interested in, the Heike Monogatari Imaki, which is the done in the cutout style, 
is at slightly over 10% of its goal with Woof. 14 days left. They should just have done one. Yeah, uh, it's too many studios. A lot of them are weirder too. Like I think one of them is like a short that they're going to then pitch to be a thing. And it's it's hard to get excited for like a two minute piece of animation. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think the one that's doing the most successful is unsurprisingly the Studio, Studio 4 Degree C. There's looks like it might make it. But right now it's at six, uh, like just shy of 17K out of 2,300, uh, 23,000 rather. Apologies. So here's hoping that at least that one makes it. I think there's a good chance that it will. Uh, I don't have much hope for the other Kickstarters. So the last thing we have on here is an update to the Santa Company super convoluted, not so great Kickstarter. Uh, it's been canceled. And even worse, it's been suspended which means it can't come back. Yeah, I was a little, because the others were suspended before, and I guess there's a statement, but it's locked behind the, uh, like you could only read it if you were a backer, and you can't back this anymore, so nobody can read the statement. Uh, But uh, it's speculated that, like people weren't really happy with how it was being run. I guess there weren't a ton of, uh, incentives if any and you weren't like gonna get a you weren't getting the movie you were just like getting the right to watch the dub like one time or something so people were like why would i kickstart this yeah it's like i could just watch it like i you know again it's the whole benefit Uh, there's a term for it in economics but like it's like oh if it does if it does work and i didn't do anything i'll get the same benefit as if i didn't do anything at all yeah so let me just do nothing uh, so to wrap up, we have our Right Stuff Top 10 of the week. Uh, if you work at Discotech, there's a lot to celebrate about because the Blu-rays are Discotech heavy. At number 10, we have Aim for the Ace. Uh, number 9, Ursa Yatsura, The Final Chapter. Number 8, Gaugaigar, King of Braves. Number 7, Treasure Island, the 1978 animated series. Uh, number 6 is a Nozomi title i believe uh sayonara zetsuba sensei which good lord that took it's a so long good. time that's to come the second out. one the oh second. that's the second I think one. It's one they just announced uh then lupin the third swallowtail tattoo number four is mononoke i think that's another discotheque and they found like a dub that nobody knew existed <laughs> uh number three is sort of online the movie progressive aria of a starless night limited edition Number two is Cowboy Bebop 25th Anniversary. And then number one is Gunbuster, which apparently is doing so well that it's in like the top 10 on Amazon of like Blu-rays, period, is yeah. what I uh, saw and Justin To be say. clear, though, people, you should buy this from Right Stuff. It costs like $15 less than Amazon. Oof. So, Yeah, I have, to, uh, I have to pick that up. Yeah, we have both Aim for the Ace and Aim for the Top. In oh, yeah. How nice is that? Bookending, both of them are getting their time in the sun. <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice that. That's funny. Uh, over on manga, we have uh, Yu Yu Hakusho has been popping up a lot lately. Uh, volume 19 at number 10. Uh, the Before Chainsaw Man 17 through 21 uh, is at number 9. I assume that means 2017 to 2021. I don't because they have another one coming out. I don't know what the numbers refer to, but I picked that up. That's the uh, Tatsuki Fujimoto shorts collection. Uh, Oshino Koi uh, Ko, uh, volume one at number eight. Vinland Saga, volume seven, hardcover at number seven. Jujutsu Kaisen, number 18 at, at six. 
Uh, we have two one-piece box sets, uh, number two and number three at five and four. Kaiju number eight, volume five at number three. That's a lot of numbers. The $1 manga blind box at number two. And then Vinland Saga, volume 13, hardcover at number one. And then we have our DVDs, a lot of loop in the third. Uh, Lupin the Third Part 2 Collection 1 at number 10, Haikyuu Season 1 Collection 2 at number 9, Roroni Kenshin New Kyoto Arc at number 8, Lupin the Third Part 2 Collection 3 and Part 2 Collection 4 at 7 and 6, Trigun Complete Series at number 5, Asia Action Pack 2? That's on the I, sensitive uh, media I'm guessing blasters. that's a media blasters thing. That's at number 4. No, nope, it's an ADV thing. Oh, Holy what? shit. Are these live action films? Yes. Let's see what is in here. Uh, It is Lost Memories, No Blood, No Tears, Public Enemy, Conduct Zero, and Jungle Juice. It's going for 350. That's why it's there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That's just a relic of a cursed age. uh, We have Bubblegum Crash, which is still holding out strong. How many copies of that are left in their warehouse? Uh, 80 Police at number two and then loop in the third complete first series thin pack at number one i got to imagine that you don't have to sell a lot of dvds to make this list yeah uh well that's that's all i got is there any other news that i didn't cover any video game stuff it's uh i'm trying to think any video game uh, i can't think of anything yeah I sold a bunch of stuff on eBay that's been sitting in my closet for five years, so that was exciting. Anyway, this is the Gonzo.moe, or this was the Gonzo.moe news broom. Uh, we do this every other week. In between, we do the No Name Anime Show, which is a discussion-based podcast. Uh, if you want more episodes, you can go on Spotify, you can go on Apple, you can go on Google. You can... Somebody is pounding my door. Uh to find out what that's about we'll see you next time cheers same gonzo channel same gonzo time <laughs>